0: Hello everybody, this is Greg, the dogface bastard Greg Murray, or the DFB Greg Murray, if you're family friendly. Uh, I've also wrestled under the name the Moondog Greg Murray. I still wrestle at some places under that name, mainly uh, POW and UWE. But everywhere else, I am the DFB, and uh, that's probably going to be the permanent name going forward. Though I did promise Jimmy I'd still be Moondog, so (laughs) I'll be Moondog at least at POW for a little longer. So... I celebrated a hundred matches recently and I felt or rather thought the idea. What if I read and uh, told stories about matches that spark memory and uh, just speak from the heart, um, all telling, that's of deal. Some stories would be fun. Some not so fun, but, um, especially with these first 30, 40 matches, Uh, With uh, PPW Because I didn't end too well there So To give a brief little history I started uh, There's actually a vlog series on this channel You can watch uh, Of my uh, upstart in PPW Uh, I, I have no athletic background I had Or I had no athletic background Now I have wrestling So I had no athletic background I was 300 pounds Didn't work out So my first day was brutal Very brutal, had no idea how to breathe properly while working out, didn't know how to do any of that. Uh, It was clear as day, everybody was like, this guy ain't gonna last two weeks. Two weeks went by, I'm still there. And I was hitting the gym, hard as I fucking could, um, or so I thought, and then a wrestler by the name of Uncle Nate had to come to Jesus meeting with me and other trainees who weren't wrestling yet, saying, you guys are out of shape, you're not working out, and if you are, your workouts are bullshit. So, up the workouts, and uh, just kept going and going, posting all the videos online, posting all the videos on my social media, which really all it was was just, I wanted the wrestlers to see it, because I wanted to see them that I've taken this seriously, I want to learn, I want to get I want to get better, and uh, athletic-wise, probably yeah, better, but still so much to learn. There's still, to this day, even after 100 matches, still so much to learn. So, finally, after, I'd say, six months of training, I actually technically debuted in December uh, for my first match. It was at, under a mask. I was called Double Zero. Randy, to this day, Rocket Randy, still to this day, still has mask characters. Like, they'll throw green guys under masks so they can get some work in, put the guy over and such. Uh, before debuting whatever character they're coming out with, which, from what I understand, they're not even doing characters anymore. They're just throwing guys in tights and throwing them out there. Which, uh, you know, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. But I debuted against Eddie the Bruiser Cruz. And it was heavily agented. Pretty much Randy called all of our spots. It was like five minutes. Um, but I, while it's still technically my first match, um, usually I tell people my first match was with Pancho, because that's when I was myself moondog i wasn't being i wasn't trying too hard to be a character which i guess i still even then if i look back then i could probably still see that i was trying too hard (laughs) but uh yeah so this double zero thing lasted for about uh six matches wrestling uh eddie eddie bruiser cruz not bad chad jose acosta not bad chad again (laughs) i remember chad was going for a flatliner And I thought he was going for a rock bottom, and um, or what? Or was it the other way around? But I was going the other way; he was going one way. And honestly, had Chad just held it, it would have been. It would have looked. Yeah, it would have looked fucked up. But it would have looked like a move. But Chad picked me back up and took me how I was supposed to go. (laughs) Um, uh, I wrestled in a tag. (laughs) It's Ventura and uh, Charlie Hustle. And... Oh my god, get in the ring to break up a pin, I tripped. <laughs> Boom! Just slammed right down. And uh, these matches were filmed for the YouTube channel. Uh, PPW, for the longest time, had a... Not the longest time, I think it only lasted like six months. Um, they had a YouTube series. And they filmed some matches during practice. Which sucked when you were wanting to have practice matches, but now you're in front of a camera. Which I guess in a way, yeah, that can that's good practice because, no, you have to get it perfect just right then and there. Or at least do it as best you can right then and there. Um, finally, I don't have dates for the PPW stuff because when I made this, it was right after I left. So I wrote down every PPW match I had. I went on their um, pivot share page and I typed in my name. All so matches were up there. I remember the YouTube ones off the top of my head because some of them weren't posted. And some of them weren't even on the streaming service. So I debuted in an Armageddon match against uh, as Moondog for my seventh match against uh, Poncho. And I um, had my first match. Uh, I, uh, I watched it back. It's terrible. <laughs> when I was in PPW, I, my offense couldn't break an egg. Randy didn't cheat strikes. Didn't really show us how to do strikes. He just wanted us to wrestle. Um, so, guys who have been there for years throwing strikes were try- probably learning it on their own. You know, they didn't... Um, when I left when I left there and I got with Boz, who is a master at strikes, taught me how to properly do strikes. And uh, I like to think I have a decent punch. So, we had a rematch against Poncho. I forgot the finish. We were going to the finish. I'm like, I don't remember the finish. And Poncho's just yelling at me, the finish, the finish, the finish. I don't fucking remember. Finally, I think I, it clicked. Get the back. Poncho's pissed off at me. and I'm just like, I don't know, dude. I'm sorry. I fucking, I don't, I, I forgot, you know. Poncho calmed down and I apologized to him. Poncho's like, dude, it's okay. You're just starting. And, and Estra was sitting there too. And he's like, yeah, dude, you just start. It's fine. It's like, all right, cool. Um. There was an eight-man... Tag that I don't remember. There was a match with Matt Vine who... I fucked up and he beat the shit out of me. Both matches I had with him, I fucked up, he beat the shit out of me. It, uh... wasn't fun. It was bullying. And, uh... I, uh... I'm sure someday I'll share a locker room with Vine again and I'm sure... We'll talk, but, uh, it wasn't just that, why we don't, why I don't really associate with him anymore. Uh, there was some online social media stuff between us, and I just, I don't really want, I'm not in a hurry to talk to him, I don't think he's in a hurry to talk to me either, so, maybe someday, but, I don't know if that's anytime soon. Let me take off these headsets, I don't even need these on, actually. Um, but yeah the shit out of me when I fucked up as a mate making me fuck up more cause um, now I'm fucking freaking out cause this dude's kicking the shit out of me I can't do anything about it I like I am happy to say that if that ever happened again with anybody else I'm fighting back <laughs> cause I've had guys who snug me and I'm like alright <laughs> snug back and then we get to the back you good brother you good brother yep yep alright move on <laughs> I don't mind I don't mind getting physical now but like I think what he did crossed the line that's what I that's that's what I have to say about my matches with Matt vine I wrestled Sam say who Sam is one is really good he is a future um, he he is a future problem is he's still a ppw and they don't. Be, Randy doesn't let you wrestle anywhere else. You have to leave just to wrestle anywhere else, which is a shame. Because uh, I think if Sam was able to go out more and grow, he'd be a he'd, he'd be on everybody's radar. He'd have an AEW dark match by now. But he's stuck, same with Jose Acosta. You no, know? and I love these guys to death, and I'm not socking shit about y'all. Um, so I hope that. I'm not offending you by saying that, but that's just my thoughts. Um, I teamed with American Beard to take on Chase Gosling and Poncho. I had hurt my back because I had a match with Inestra. No, that's not how I hurt my back, but this is how I'll get into it. I had a match with Inestra. I suplexed Inestra. Something, the timing was off, and Inestra bumped into pieces. Hurt his um hip flexors. Next class, Randy's like, you hurt my fucking guy, blah, 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 blah. You, could, you might have cost me a ta- my tag title match, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, so we're doing fucking suplexes. I'm like, okay. Got hurt during the... Got hurt. I saw that as karma for me. So I'm like... I think it was a freak accident, but... If Randy thinks I, it was my fault, and if it was my fault, it was my fault, and I got karma for it. So... <laughs> That's all that matters, I guess. Um, so I hurt my back and they put me in a tag, and Chase is like, you think we can get one bump out of you? i you like, I think I can, yeah. Adrenaline kicked in, and I was... Ah. I was feeling it. It was fun, what I remember. Um, then I had that rematch with Vine. I had a match with Chase Gosling, one-on-one, that was fun, because Chase really taught you something. Chase is one of those guys who... He doesn't really call a lot. Just calls the finish and probably the cutoffs. Go from there. No. Call the rest out there. There was a four-way. Uh, me, Sam, Spawn, and uh, Matt Vine. Uh, thankfully, Vine didn't kick the shit out of me in that match. I uh, I think it was only in there for like a few minutes, a few seconds, if that. I, I'm trying to remember if it's that match or if it's another match. I was in multi mans with Vine and nothing went wrong. Probably because... With the multi-man's, I knew, I don't know shit. I'm just gonna do what I can, get the fuck out of there if I can, and I'll take the move, just get out of there. <laughs> um, now I'm more like, all right, let's try to get more time out of this. Let me, I, think I can add more of this. You know, now I have um confidence to do shit. Oh, and um, I see more Armageddon matches here. So circle back. An Armageddon match is pretty much a lumberjack gauntlet match. So after you pin the guy, someone that's on the rings on the outside jumps in as the next guy. Um, had a singles match with Spawn that uh, didn't go too well. Uh, it was fine. I'm sure if I watched it back, I'd be like, no, it's not fine. I uh, just kept fucking up spots. I got nervous and uh, just felt okay. This is a big opportunity to wrestle. Uh, Spawn, because like him and I were close at the time. Um, I felt like we were both graduating members, even though that's not how this school worked. That's not how PPW worked. It was just you came in, you trained, you debuted eventually. But I always felt me, uh, Spawn, and um, this other guy who's not even there anymore. And no need to say his name because, well, when I left, people picked sides. He picked his. So, fuck him. <laughs> uh, we had All Japan Battle Royals, which were pretty much pinned, like, all that was is, like, you pinned the guy. Which, if you watch an All Japan Battle Royal, they still threw guys over the top, but according to Randy, no, you got a fucking... You got a pile, dog paw on the guy in a Battle Royal, blah, 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 blah. All right, whatever, cool. Um, there, was a, there was a match, me and Eddie... Versus 0 gold. It's terrible. <laughs> it's my first ever win in pro wrestling. And the match fucking sucks. <laughs> it's it's bad. I'm sure at the time I was happier than a pig and shit. I was like, this was awesome. And that was my first win. I felt like I really worked hard and earned, earned it. Because I was putting everybody over beforehand. Which is fine. I didn't give a shit. I didn't give a fuck about wins and losses. Randy thought I did. But I sure as fucked it. I, I, I don't. I really don't. I don't care. Um, as long as I can have a good match and do what I can. Well, I question some things later, maybe. But no, I trust the Bookers. Um, which is a dangerous thing to do, but you know. I uh, was in a tag team with the American Beard, who I mentioned earlier. But we were officially a tag team. It was uh, we. <laughs> By the time we had a name, we were split up. I called us the Hounds of America. But again, we got split up as soon as I came up with that name. I don't know if that was intentional or what, but, you know, PBW's tag roster always lacked because it was always put together guys, or they just wouldn't have more than two tag teams, and nine times out of ten, they were having tactile matches every week, having the same match. Um,. No, oh, it was always Vine versus Jose. It was always Chase and Sam versus Charlie and fucking Ventura every fucking week. With a roster of 10 guys. So you're seeing the same match every fucking week. So, me being green, I went in there. Yeah, I was a fan. Huge fan. Read everything. Heard stories. Things to look out for. Um but I never acted like I knew it all. There's guys who come in all the time at CSW who think they know it all and they don't. They you're training to wrestle. <laughs> yeah, great fucking history. Yeah, you got history up here. But um that doesn't translate to actually wrestling. Uh they could inspire wrestling, but you still got to learn how to do it, right? <laughs> you know. Um so I didn't say a fucking word, but I was seeing I knew I was going to be there forever. I knew I was going to leave. Apparently a lot of guys knew they were going to leave, but they just didn't. And, uh, yeah, some of them, like I said, they were rah-rah PPW, and those same people are gone. (laughs) Um, some people are still there, but there's other people who are not even there anymore. So, it's funny. It's very funny. But well, we fought. Me and Justin fought Spawn in a two-on-one. We did. We fought evil Russians, which were guys under masks, and then we fought evil Chinese people, which were guys under masks. One of those guys being Casey James, who is uh, from Belvedere, made it to WWE. Great guy. I like. I learned a lot. Um, I learned. You know. And uh, I wish I could wrestle them again. I wish I could wrestle now because I feel like we could have so much fun. Uh, but you know, yeah, whatever. There were some battle royals in there. Uh, my first title match. I challenged for the Challenge Pro Cup, which was a th- title for the th- which was a three way title. It was me, Sam, and Ventura, and we didn't call anything. We just went out there. We just knew the finish which uh, anybody watch, watching this or listening is going what you didn't call a three-way? No just look for a fucking times to jump in and went from there Another terrible match. Um, my 29th match me not bad shed and Eddie Berger Cruz versus zero one, Russian assassin one and scuba Sam. Scuba Sam was a rib on Charlie because Charlie Hustle was under the mask. And Estra was under the Russian mask. And my tag partner's under the fucking uh, Japanese mask. And I'm just like, okay. Eddie graduated high school, which anybody, which we knew Eddie, which Eddie was telling us every week he can't fucking stay in school. He's sick of it. And so when he finally graduated, it was a huge deal, not just for him, but, like, everybody was so fucking happy for him. I just and that was the highlight. He comes on his entrance. Entrance. He's wearing the cap and gown. He, fight, he goes, "I graduated!" Whips the shit off. and the bell rings. It wasn't good. Um, Charlie Hustle it, wanted to have a fucking wrestling match in a six man like ground stuff, chaining in a six man tag where we gotta get boom, boom, tag in, tag out, tag in, tag out, tag in, tag out. So Charlie just destroyed the pace. And the match sucked. We get to the back, and that's just like, I didn't like that fucking match. And I'm like, oh no, what did I do now? I'm like, Vic, was there anything I could do? Like anything I could change? He goes, no, dude, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. It, it, it. He wanted to say it, but Charlie was over there. He goes, no, dude, it wasn't you. Don't worry about it. Um, fucking. We had more tag matches, and then this is where everything went off the rails. It was uh, around this time, it was me versus Zero-One. It was Ventura under a mask. It was Pride Month. So I wore my Pride bandanas because I'm pansexual, and it's Pride Month, and I wanted to rock it and represent because Randy was all about representing. He had Inestra on top, and in, Inestra's Mexican. Sam says Puerto Rican. Uh, there's a guy named DiMarcio who was black. He was Randy was really forward thinking in putting uh, and not just because of their race, but because they can fucking go. So he wanted representation. I wear a gay flag one one week against this against uh, Zero One. It was Ventura under a mask, and we had a fun. From what I remember, it was fun. Ventura, my fucking bandana came off. Ventura came up, grabbed it, which I guess some people will find that tasteless. I'm on the ground looking up like you fucking genius, because <laughs> he got heat. He got fucking heat, you know. <laughs> so I was like, yes. And then when I beat him, I got a pop. You know. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying do that today. I'm not saying do that all the time, but. Ventura thought on his feet. He thought, I'm I'm going to get fucking heat. And he did it. He got heat under that mask. And what more could you ask for? Apparently I was asking a lot because the very next week um, and around this time I was also fucking up spots a lot. I just I was under pressure because Randy for some reason was riding my ass on everything. Everything. He was just sick of seeing me. And I didn't understand because I kept I literally cornered him like what do you want? What do you want from me? What can I work on? Oh, well, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Or keep doing what you're doing. It's not making you happy, so obviously what I'm doing is not working. Before this match with Chase, I see him say he's. I see him like talking. Was he fucking up a lot? Blah blah. This, that, and the other. And I, um... He's fucking up all the time. Fucking... If he he starts fucking up, call it... He's yelling... He's thinking he's fucking quiet, but he's yelling at me, and he's fucking pointing at me, talking shit. Have the match. Fucking go for a pin when it was supposed to be the double down. That's it. And fucking Chase got pissed off, shot me off the rope, hit me with the finish. One, two, three. Before then, I'm wearing the pride bandana, Randy goes... You should ask me before you put that shit on. You should. I understand representation, but you're put. You're rubbing it in everybody's face. So I can crushed. Ruined my match because I was in my head. Went to dinner and he's like, "I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it like this." Because he knew what he said was fucked up. Um. Kept putting over guys. I had a match with Poncho. In fact, um, my final match was with Poncho. No, I got one more fucking story to tell. My 38th match, it's me and Justin under zero masks versus Charlie Hustle and Jesse Danger. Charlie, we were given five minutes. It was going to be like a quick squash match. Like, we'll get something in, but then the faces go over. Cool. Charlie Hustle calls everything fucking slow, and he's like, and when you're heat, grab the rope, and we are doing this, and this, and this, and in my head, I'm like, this is five fucking minutes, and at that time, I'm like, this is five fucking minutes, I'm like seven months in, I'm like, and I'm like, this is gonna be easy, why are you overcomplicating it, goes to Randy, and Randy thinks I'm bitching, because of... Going losing, for some reason Randy had it in his head that I was bitching to the guys about me not getting anything in because apparently he wanted squash matches which I'm just like I didn't say a fucking thing because if I said anything to these guys they would have kicked me in the nuts and rolled me up that's and and that's it and they should you know because who's who am I I'm not saying this shit they want to give me stuff Randy in his head thought I was fucking politicking and shit I'm like what is there to politic first of all <laughs> and second of all. I'm not doing shit. I'm being, I'm doing what I'm told. I'm trying to. But every week I go in going, what am I going to fuck up this time? What am I going to fuck up this time? Um, fucking, that tag match got fucked because it wasn't what Randy wanted. Randy interrupted the match. Start calling spots. Everybody, all the fans are confused. Kills the match. Totally kills the match. Says it was the shits. Whatever. Then my final match for PPW was my 40th match against Poncho. And it's on YouTube. You could watch it. I uh, The entire time, Randy buries me on commentary. Buries me. Talk about, like, oh, I would have thought this would have been a squash match. Yeah, my offense sucked. You wouldn't teach me how to fucking lay it in. You would just say, you gotta lay it in and just not not elaborate and then get pissed off. Oh, we'll talk about this another time. Told me it was the shits. You fucked up the finish. When Poncho admitted to me, I fucked up. I didn't hook your arm right. But I wasn't gonna bury Poncho because I'm not like that. I said, alright. Went to class next week. Went right up to Randy. I'm taking a break. Hugged Randy. Shook Casey's hand. I think I hugged Vine. Left. And I wanted to take a break, how, See what it was. Am I burnt out on wrestling or am I burnt out on PPW? I think you know the answer. Called up CSW because PPW sure liked you. talk shit about CSW. They love to shit on CSW. All because Vine fucking left on bad terms. Or got, got kicked out <laughs> on bad terms. Randy didn't like them because they ran Woodstock. And Randy thinks we're in the territories. So all I have to say is this. Fuck you. And fuck you for burying everybody that left on your shitty podcast. And fuck you for treating Casey James like shit on that podcast. And if you're going to say, oh, I'm saying all this shit online, I'll say it to your face. I remember the address. Fuck you, Randy. Randy. I'm glad I left because I actually know how to wrestle now because of Steve Boz, Axel Rico, and Hades. All you taught me was to bump like a jobber and treat me like shit and and not look yourself in the mirror and wonder maybe it's me after Anestra leaves, after Poncho leaves, after all these people leave, but instead you blame us and you blame Anestra rather than looking yourself in the mirror and asking yourself, why are these people leaving my promotion? Fuck you. So, I switched to CSW, have the shittiest first day. <laughs> they realized, oh boy, we have a lot to work on. <laughs> so, I made my debut for CSW in the Futures Battle Royal. August uh, to August 20th, 2021, for my 41st match. First match outside, it was a battle royal. Get to the back, Boz goes, we gotta work on your punches. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I wouldn't wrestle for another month, and it'd be another battle royal on CSW. Um wrestled later that uh, I'd be hitting up, though I would be hitting up places, like I hit up Crash Chested Wrestling to help out I, in, in Indiana, I helped out Northland and Woodstock uh, I, I uh, fucking did my uh, mom um, um, what was his name, Nacho Clowns fucking merch uh, I was trying to pay dues and break into this new environment, and after I left people were hitting me up left and right from PPW going, you left, you left, you left, you left What do you mean you left? What do you mean you left? I left. Sorry, it took me nine months. Took you a few years. (laughs) Though some of them, to their credit, were like, no, I've always wanted to leave. (laughs) I've always wanted to leave. I just didn't know when was the right time. I'm like, now. (laughs) And Esther left. And my first singles match outside of PPW was against him, Northland, pre-show. It was five minutes And was like, what the fuck, five minutes? Because, like, PBW always gave us longer matches. So was like, what the fuck are we going to do in five minutes? We got a lot of notes saying we didn't work the crowd. A lot to work on. Little things, little things, little things, little things. Other than it was fine for what it was, but you didn't work the crowd and this, that, and the other. So we got to learn, all right. You got to learn how to fucking work short matches how to work long matches, how to work those in-betweens. It's a new process, new learning process. Even Estra, who was in for years by this point. Um, did another uh, Battle Royale. My 45th match was where... I, my 45th and 46th match was where I learned the importance of studying... Who you're wrestling for. And where to go. I got booked at uh, our hit-up promotion by the... I hit up Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme, PWX. Ran by a promoter named Man Beast, who was a pro wrestler for many, many years. I guess he had a WCW-like stint, did a few squash matches. Was it a few squash matches? What I wasn't aware was they were on the outs of CSW over uh, allegations and um, people fucking each other over for no I stand. So when I was asking, "Hey, I got hey, I got an opportunity to wrestle here." And I was like, "What? Where?" <laughs> so I asked around and I'm like, "Yeah, not good." So I'm like, "Boy. Had a I was in a rumble and then I was in a fucking match with Tyler Bodine. Got whipped with a bull rope. Fucking sucked. <laughs> After the second whip, I'm like, I'm rolling out. He hits me one more. I'm like, Ah, oh, you fucker! All right, I'm done. Fuck you. <laughs> Rolled right out. Like, ah, oh, god damn, man. <laughs> like, that sucked. That was my first time as a heel, though. First time as a heel, and uh, I'm a, sh- I was a shitty heel. <laughs> um, I still need to work on my heel stuff because I'm mostly a face. But uh it wasn't until recent where I, it wasn't until recently where I got confident in my heel work. So I was pretty much told don't go back. Uh, Beast would try to hit me up. I wouldn't respond because I was told don't go back. So, uh, more on him later. I made my debut for uh, my first outside of Illinois res- uh, show, Crash Tested Wrestling. Hollow Pursuits, October twenty fourth, two thousand twenty one, in Hobart, Indiana. So you know C Red, who I hadn't I didn't wasn't sure who C Red was, and then everyone's telling me about Red. He goes, Oh yeah, he's been in the business for like eighteen years. He's in Windy City Pro. And I was like, Holy fuck. Okay. I and C Red uh, put me over. And I'll always appreciate him for that because he didn't have to. He was he could have fucking won. I had no problem <laughs> losing. Brubaker no showed So, uh, I was Nick Brubaker's replacement. So, I appreciated that Red was like, yeah, I'll still put him over. I'm like, okay. And Red was explaining, he goes, yeah, because I'm turning heel. This is going to be, this is what makes me turn heel. I'm like, sounds good to me. (laughs) I'm just a green guy going, yes, sir. Absolutely, sir. (laughs) I, can't, I left PPW at the worst time, because like, I, I left in August, which by this by August, everything's booked. <laughs> Everybody's booked out for the rest of the year. So, to squeeze onto a card, you're probably getting a Battle Royal, or you got lucky because somebody like, couldn't make it. Whether they no-showed, or they got hurt, or they are sick, you know, you got lucky. So, because like had uh, one last Battle Royal in CSW to end 2021 in November... And then, uh, my final match was Rockford Damage, Inc., Toys for Tots. I fucking, when I found out there was a Rockford show, I was upset because I didn't reach out to them. So I hit up, uh, I hit, I hit up, uh, Steve Eisman, asked to look into it, and then he said, Jimmy Blaze is the booker. So I hit up Jimmy Blaze, I said, hi. Um, I think I hit up Jimmy Blaze. I know, um, I know we talked at the very least, we talked at the show, got to know him. And, uh, you know, hit, hit it off from there. Um, I think someone couldn't make it. I had my gear. So I tagged with Axel Abreu to take on Chase Stevens and Micah Taylor. Chase Stevens, of course, of the Naturals in TNA and I think WWE. So I was like, in my mind, I was like, holy shit, this is a guy who made it on TV. I'm like, hell yeah. It wasn't good. Ha <laughs> Wasn't good, and uh, I won't say who, out of respect, but somebody in that match, and it wasn't me, uh, had a little too much beforehand, and uh, I had no idea because I was just so fucking nervous, and then afterwards, someone tells me, you didn't know he was drunk? I'm like, how? I don't man. I don't know, man. Why? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know. And like, yeah, that match was terrible. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I felt it too, like this is bad. Uh but I debuted for POW January of two thousand twenty two for my fiftieth match. Um was helping with setup. Jimmy came Jimmy came up to me, said, um I can put you in the battle royal, you know, if you want some running time. And I said, Sure. I was supposed to be a face. Trevor Blanchard though, are you a heel or face? I'm like, uh, I don't really know. He goes, Alright, you're gonna be a heel. Because how piled as it is, the heels start in the ring, the faces circle, and they dive in. And, uh, go from there. I was in the ring already. <laughs> and Jimmy's like, well, I wanted him to be a face. <laughs> but, uh, I guess we'll work with this. So, whoops. <laughs> Whoopsies. Uh, I had, uh, first CSW match January was, of course, Battle Royal. Um, Made the T-Woods debut for Powell. T-Woods is pretty much what Northland is for CSW, where it's a lot of the students are uh, more more, uh, more greener guys, I guess. But like a, a couple of them aren't that green. They're like a few years in. Um, but that was pretty much the Powell show for guys like me, so I needed to be on those shows. I took out Nikki Vendetta, who... Uh, we blew a spot. We had this idea... He climbs up, and the ceiling's so fucking low, so we can only do so much. He was going to hop up, give me an arm drag with both my arms, because we were doing a, uh, the test of strength shit. <laughs> I think he went backwards, and we landed wrong. And I'm like, fuck, and I fucking shoved to the corner. And he's like, sorry, brother, kick. I'm like, oh fuck, kick. Oh shit. And then we go to the next thing. I <laughs> get to the Oh, sorry about that, man. I was like, no problem, no problem. I, I know why you did it. <laughs> I know. I knew he meant well. I was just like, oh shit, we fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we, the rest of the match went fine, honestly. Um, and then for my fifty fourth, made my debut in a lucha libre promotion, LLT, lucha libre total. Which um, I found out, me getting these bookings was stirring up some people at PPW. They're like, "Wow, how the fuck's he getting these bookings?" I'm like, "I reach out, I, I help out, I, I pay due. I'm trying. I'm just fucking doing what I can to get booked. You know? I I know I'm lucky to be there. <laughs> so I uh, I went there. Uh, Nick Diamond couldn't make it because he got hurt in a ladder match tonight before. So it was me, Eric Schultz. Cody, Cody James, and Chris Miller taking on Matteo Valentine, uh, Hot Rod Daddy Andy. Fuck, I missed a match because he said how many matches have, he he said I was in a few of those matches. I forgot the that was one. Hot Rod Daddy Andy, uh, Keelan Wardorf, I can't remember. He was a I can't remember his uh, last name and Joey Mayberry. Um, fucking, I because Keelan had a it was it was easy. It was an eight man tag. Well. Putting them together is always a clusterfuck, but usually it's like, oh, okay, just remember my spots and such. And I thought it was fun. I had fun. I, just, I, 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 I bumped on the outside. I popped the faces in their corner. <laughs> he just bumped. <laughs> and I got up on the, on the uh, apron and I was like, that wasn't necessary. I'm like, Uh, ah, just having fun, man. Just being a goofball heel. Um, it was, for, yeah, from what I remember, it was fine. Um... Then we went, we, uh, Northland came back from a hiatus, uh, and I took on Metalhead. Who, um, that match was fucking, it was fun. Like, Metalhead put it all together, and I was like, that, that was when my confidence was really kicking in, because I'm like, what I'm doing is working, you know, I'm getting better, I'm getting better, and I'm being told, that's perfect, you know. Little things, little things, little things. But other than that, it was fine. It was good. Uh, Fusion Wrestling, fifty-six match. Uh, That was Doug Simmons' promotion. Uh, For their February show, uh, I was booked to take on AZZ member Hans Carden, who AZZ, I clicked with them right away at practice. I fucking love those guys. They're awesome. Gonzo, uh, Hans, and Charlie... Austin Adams, Charlie. Um, so, I got to wrestle Hans Card in a singles match. And I love watching Hans's entrance because I'm such a nerd for the old SmackDown vs. Raw games. And I always loved seeing, like, you know those tag guys? Like Lance Cade and fucking Trevor Murdoch. I always loved seeing their singles entrance. Because they're just doing their, their part of their tag entrance but by themselves. That's what it reminded me of. Of Hans just coming out. Making his own singles, doing what he would do in a fucking tag entrance, but by himself. I remember the match being fun. I was nervous as fuck, though. I was fucking nervous. I don't know. I was just like, I want this to go well. I want this to go well. And it went well. You know, Nothing got messed up. Um, it was in the Galley Arena. Galley Lucia Arena. In Ville Park. And uh, I, think, I believe they used that arena to train in. Because one of the corners had fucking um sandpaper i think for uh to do like high spots you know so you grip your foot so you don't slip and you and you, and you know do your shit when i learned of this and i'm looking at that corner i'm like i'm going to get thrown in that corner i just know it i just fucking know it sure enough got thrown in it twice if you watch it back and i had like sandpaper burn it wasn't too bad it was just like a little burn but i was like fuck <laughs> Fucking knew it! God damn it! <laughs> um, Rockford came back for their Valentine's show, 57th match. Jimmy Blaze and uh, Steve. Steve was having a podcast talking about hyping up the show. I'm listening to it, and I just hear, and Moondog Murray is going to be Cupid and pass out roses to the f- first 50 women. And I'm like, I'm What? <laughs> And I hit up Jimmy, I'm like, hey, so, uh, I'm passing out roses. He goes, yeah. Uh, do you, do you, (laughs) do you have, uh, angel wings? I'm like, in my head, I'm like, no, but I might be able to find some on Amazon. He's like, okay, let me know. So, click, click, bought. Sent him the screenshot. He goes, (laughs) Jimmy's like, hell yeah, bro. Um give the receipt to Steve. I'm like, all right, sounds good. So I dressed up like Cupid. I think for Valentine's Day this year, I'll definitely, uh, put out a shirt or an eight by 10 of that. Like the Cupid is fucking, everybody was like, are you fucking kidding me? Looking at me. They're like, holy shit, dude, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I think it's funny. It is. It was. It was great. And then it led into our match with the Masked Marauder. Um, he call, calls me out, say, passing out these roses to these stupid women, like, because he's got the Cuban accent, and my music hits. I, I did I did have to draw a line. Where, like, I'm not wrestling in that. Mostly because I don't want to break it. I still have them somewhere in this room. I have, like, a box of all my ripped jeans, because I ripped a lot of jeans. I still do. And, like, I keep all my wrestling stuff. Because like, uh, I might sell it someday, because I know some people sell their old gear, like ring-worn stuff. I mean, hey, fuck it. So, uh, I, I keep it all. Um, so, we go... So fucking, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, Mass Marauder had the match. Uh, what I love is, he calls a back elbow spot, and I'm thinking he wants me in the corner. So, I'm in the corner. Gives me a back elbow, runs, second back elbow. And then we get to the back, goes, why'd you go to the corner? I'm like, I thought you wanted me there. <laughs> He's like, no, I wanted you to come off the ropes. I'm like, all right, no, I don't know. I don't remember what happened, but all I remember is he shoot me off. And then I think I, he shoot me off. And then I fucking jumped and did that reverse where like he was shooting me off or I was shooting them off. I don't remember. We got turned around, and I—I I got turned around. Not he, not we, I did. I ended up in the corner. But again, unless you were, unless you knew the spot, I don't think you would have noticed. But uh, <laughs> a few months later, he's like, "Hey, can we practice that spot that you messed up?" I'm like, "Sure." It's just simple: hit the ropes, shoot off, back elbow. I'm like, "I know how to take that." He's like. <laughs> I'm like, and then that's when I click. Like, wait a minute, was that what you're trying to do? He goes, yeah. I'm like, wow, I really fucked that up, because <laughs> I'm in the corner when I'm taking the album I'm Like, this is great. <laughs> this is awesome. I'm remembering shit. <laughs> so, I had another Bower on CSW. Then CTW came back, took on Luke Savage. Um, a fan from the Indiana area likes to shit talk wrestlers on Facebook and message them. Hits me up, tells me you ain't beating Luke Savage cuz I cut a promo saying we're going to beat his ass or something. You you ain't going to beat Luke Savage. He's going to break your hand blah blah blah. So I'm like, "Aha." So I hit up Luke. Uh, at the show, I'm talking to Luke, I'm like, "Hey man, um I got this message from, you know who." He was like, "Oh fuck." I'm like, "Yeah, Work my hand tonight. He goes, I don't really know how to work the hand. I'm like, fuck. I don't know if he was like, I don't know or if I'm not comfortable with doing that. I'm like, oh, that sucks. Oh, But I was his worst nightmare because like he wanted to do all kinds of flipping shit. And I'm just like, I told him, like, no, there's going to be a tag match with AJ Flyer in it. And I think they're going to do crazy shit. So let's save your flying to the end because I was putting him over. It was going to be his first win in CTW. And, uh, so he's like, oh, okay, fuck. And i like, he was like, all right, I'll listen to you, man. Fuck it. Um, there's eight people at the show. None of them cared. Uh, it's, it was hard. I'm like, fuck, man. And I was fucking shitting on him. I'm like, you fucking bet. No, I didn't say fuck, but I was like, you won't even cheer him. You won't even cheer this man. You know, egging him on to were Like, oh, hey, fuck you. Yeah, come on, Luke. No, they weren't like. I'm like, wow, that sucks, but, so, like, I think we were supposed to go a certain time, but at, there came to a point, I'm like, we're going home, that we're done. I'm like, I can't, we can't, I can't get home. I mean, they popped a little bit for the finish. Cool. <laughs> get to the, and I don't know, we were like, I remember I was, I was the whole thing was, it's Luke Savage's Luke Savage debuted on a losing streak. He's trying to get his first win. And I remember he goes, Hey, he going to get his first win over the Moon Dog." Greg Murray. Gets his win. And I'm thinking, Oh, cool. This going to be like a little program. Luke gets kicked out of the promotion for not helping with setup and tear down. I'm just like, That sucks. I had to get that match from Kenton because at the time CTW was doing a weekly show and usually they post your match there. But I, I hit up Steve Kenton, who did the filming. He was like, "Hey, um, can I have that match with Luke? Cause I know they're not gonna use it." Which I'm like, "Which it's on my YouTube channel." Honestly, I think at that time it was my best heel work, cause I was fucking panicking, not getting this cargo. So I'm being a fucking bastard. I'm like, "Fuck you!" I'm not. I'm not swearing at him. I just, of course, we swear all the time in the back or talking about stories where we don't actually swear. So like, I'm like. Yeah, but, uh, I got it, but, but, you know, just trying to get heat. <laughs> um, it wasn't until I got to Michigan where I, f- where I felt, I think I'm onto something with the heel stuff. And then my recent match, uh, really like, I think I can do this. I think I can be a heel. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm doing it. Because like everyone's like, oh, being a heel is so great. In my head, like, fuck, no, it's not. I can't do it. I suck at it. <laughs> I'm just a better face, you know. So, like, we go to NLS. is for everyone. When I uh, stir CSW, that's all Coda Holiday talked about, was uh, NLS, the show. It was going to the Berwyn Eagles Club. Uh, Coda was telling us the rent rate and everything. Like, it's a fucking steal. We're going to do this. We're actually going to do this. Not many people came. But what was weird was the show went so long that, like, there was two intermissions, and after each intermission, it's like the crowd would just cycle. So there'd be new people by this point of the show, and then old people would have gone, and then it just cycled more new people in. But no one was sticking around, because the show went, like, four and a half, five hours. I I, I left after a certain point. I was like, hey, I'm going to get going. I'm going to go hit up some buddies who are in town. I'm going to spend the night here and then go home the next day. And, uh... It was a pre-show match with uh, Gonzo. And Gonzo, that was his third match. And at the time, I was kind of dogging on him, I'm like, ah, I think it could have been better. And poor Gonzo's like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, no, Gonzo. And I'm like, Gonzo, how many matches have you had? He goes, that was my third match. And it was my first singles match. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> Watch it back. It's not bad. It's a five-minute pre-show match. What more do you want from it? You know? And it's not bad. I remember hit up Gonzo apologizing, like Gonzo, I'm so sorry for being a fucking wet blanket that day. Cause this is this is fine, you know, this is fine. But that show was wild. Um, certain, there was three promoters, three wrestlers who were promoting, and uh, I think one of them paid for some. One didn't pay anything, and the other one got the biggest. Had to foot the biggest fucking bill. And I think after that, it just kind of cracked between those three guys, or three, um, uh, two guys, one girl. Those three peeps. There we go. I forgot. Or this, that's what happens when you like when you're like, hey, you guys, all this fucking time. You just assume, you just say guys all the time, not realize. Oh shit, one of them's a woman. <laughs> so. It's an interesting story, honestly. It really is. And uh, I hope that somebody hits all three of them up to tell tell the story. Tell us the tale. You know, why you should or shouldn't do a show. Like, run a show. And I remember, too, I got paid for that pre-show match. And, like, every promotion of work, they don't pay for pre-show matches. So, I'm just like, okay, well, appreciate it, man. Uh... So, it worked for me. Um, but no, I I, I hope, um, you know, hope, <laughs> hope all is well with all three of them now. I, I do talk to one of them, and every time we see each other, we hug. So, I'm like, cool. Um, I can't talk about that match because it hasn't aired yet. Um, another Battle Royal for CSW. Yes. 63, Northland, Woodstock, March 19th, Adam Stallion, who came from PPW. Sky Blue, Adam Stallion, and Connor Core were the three most talked about people in PPW that weren't there anymore. Sky, because they were pissed off at Sky. Anakin, because... That's his real name. Figure that out. His real name is Anakin. His fake name is A- Adam. Interesting. Um, so... Anakin was always talked about because Anakin was a prospect, huge prospect from there. He was on the level of Sam and Anestra and Vine and all of them. So when he left, it was like a bit, he left because, uh, from what I understand, it was COVID. Because COVID hit and he's like, and PPW came back way before they should have. Anakin's like, I'm not comfortable coming back. And then they, I guess Anakin won the PPW title and they took the title off him because he wouldn't come back as opposed to, and they didn't tell him. They just did it. No communication because of course Randy doesn't communicate. Um. Cause like you'd hit up you'd hit up Randy asking questions, he'd leave you on or just gives you a one word answer when you text him. I text Boz. Boz sends me paragraphs. <laughs> I text Hades, he sends me paragraphs. Like, that shows you the level of teaching Hades and Boz has compared to Randy. Like, Randy taught us. Um, how to be able to work without calling everything. He taught us how to fucking just. He taught us shit. He did. Te- he did teach us shit, but I didn't learn anything until I left. All I learned was to be calm and how to handle a fucking like calling very little. So that's something I did take from them. And then the bare basics. But even then, the basics I needed worked on at CSW because I was still fucking working like. Oh, fuck, like, as Boss says, an 80s jobber. So, I had a lot to work on. So, that was good that came out of it. I'm not saying, I know earlier I was very fucking vocal. <laughs> saying, fuck you. But, I did learn something. And I'm glad I started there. And I'm glad I got the growing pains out at CSW. And I'm still getting the growing pains out. Because I'm only two years in. Two years officially in January. I had a match with Tully Bertierelli supposed to go eight minutes it went four one of those we could stretch this we didn't stretch it and I I, at the time I was still like afraid to input things because Tully was the vet so I'm like alright Tully Tully will carry it it only went fucking four minutes three four minutes uh, well, then there was the Rumble. There, they had a like a Royal Rumble match, Heaven through Hell, it was called, and it, you know, it's a Rumble. It is what it is. Um, March twentieth, I went to Lucille right to Town and faced a guy named Billy Tipton, who was a Kane and uh, Tom Pritcher, Doctor Tom student, who, uh, <laughs> I was. It was after this was a triple shot. Yeah. So we had CSW on Friday, we had CTW on Saturday, and we had uh, Lucha Libre Total on Talon Sunday. I don't know if that was, was that my first triple shot, or was that my second? But it was rough. I was fucking drained, I wasn't used to it, and going into this match, I was like, oh boy. And then my first time since leaving PPW, I fucked up majorly, fucking up spots. We pull through but like watching it back and I thought the match was horrible but then watching it back it was all right but looking at me you can tell I know this is bad we need this I, I know I'm like I am fucking up because Billy did fine I think Billy was did okay but me personally I'm like this is not good I was like I this is the worst I've performed in a while got to the back and I was like contemplating everything like that's what do I do <laughs> Joey, Mayberry, and Mateo were there. They were like, look, it's okay. And then Billy came back and goes, bro, it's all right. We all fuck up. It happens. We saved it. You know, we saved it and such. Yakuza, the promoter, watched it. And I was just... um, I I didn't go back for a while. I was done. Because, like, I was just so, like... I was embarrassed. I felt like I really fucked up. And I didn't want to go back. Until recently. Of course. So finally, April 22nd of 2022, Chicago Star Wrestling, get a big opportunity, a pre-show singles match between me and Doom Montgomery. And we were so excited to work. And I remember thinking, if I can work Doom and do some of that Japanese stuff he likes to work, I think I can possibly see myself wrestling in Japan. Because like, I know they're going to hit hard and they're going to lay it in. So I And I knew Doom was going to lay it in hit hard because everybody was complaining about it. So I'm like, I want to fucking do it. I want to work with Doom. I want to bust my ass. And uh, from what I remember, it was fun. I haven't seen the footage. It was never posted. Um, we had a lot of notes. But it was a decent outing for us. And that's when I learned, I'm like, yes. And I love... I loved it. Like, we had a couple practice matches after that. Like, we had one where, we're like, yeah, it was a walk and talk, meaning you, we only called the finish, I think. And the rest was in the ring. And we just fucking went with each other and felt each other out and just boom, 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 you know, just talking to each other. And then I think we got a chemistry. And I think when we finally get to have that feud, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So... Uh, that, that really sparked it. Um, this was my, or no, yes, yes, this was my second or third triple shot because I went to crash test it again and I hit him up with some bad news. I told him, uh, Janesville wrestling Alliance, JWA has hit me up and, uh, they want to book me and unfortunately they run the same day. But, and I told him, like, Janesville is 40 minutes for me. Hobart, Indiana is two hours and 15 minutes for me. I, I'm going to go with JWA. Also, a lot of the guys were going to JWA. A lot of people were leaving CTW. A lot of people were leaving Crash Chest. said, you know, the crowd wasn't getting any bigger at the time. So I, I just saw an out. I'm like, I'm going to go here. I gave him notice. I was very professional, very respectful. It ended up being my last match there, because I think the next show was canceled, and then by the time, uh, I believe it was June rolled around, that's when I was like, I can't make it, dude, sorry. Um, I think I got booked in Michigan, and it was just, I wasn't sure if it was even going to be a June show, because, like, it didn't sound like there was going to be. And then there was, but I, I told, I hit him up, I was like, listen, I, uh, I think I hit him up way before he announced it. He goes, I don't know what's going on right now, but I got an offer to go out here. I appreciate everything you've done for me. He was respectful. said, thank you. I hate to see you go. Uh, Hope to have you back someday. I'm like, sure, absolutely. Uh, And he's hit me up a few times, too. Uh, um, uh, Jed. Uh, Jed from CTW. Good guy. But, uh... I, had, I I felt the writing on the wall, where I was like, "All right, let's get out of here." Um, Hot Rod Andy <laughs> told him about my match with Doom. He goes, "You want to fuck around today?" I'm like, "Sure." We had fun. <laughs> it was stupid. <laughs> I fucking did a flip bump from the stunner, which I love. I scared the shit out of him. My <laughs> flip bomb, he like, "Oh fuck!" Because <laughs> like. He wasn't expecting me to go so fast because, like, he hit me. I fucking hit. Hit the rope. Flipped. But I was, like, right next to his leg while he's sitting there after hitting the stunner. And he's like, Oh, shit! <laughs> the ref's fucking dying. Rion's fucking crying. Like, oh, my God. This is hilarious. Fucking... Andy covers me. One, two, three. It was... i went to get in the back here for Jet... Waiting for, like, Jet to go. Oh, come on, guys. But he was like, No, that was fun. I'm like... <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's all that matters. Then I wrestled for Melson um, Family Wrestling, uh, Frank the Tank Melson's retirement show. His nephew, Nathan People, who books Northland, uh, hit me up and said, Can you find an opponent? So I hit up Eric Schultz, who I found out from Nathan was going to hit up Eric as well. So when he found out I got Eric, he was very happy. He's like, Hell yes. So me and Eric just had fun. Um, another fun match. <laughs> Eric uh, Eric ran up the steps. I was going to chase him. Uh, there was a bleachers. We were in the Marengo High School. Uh, I chased him up. It was also my 69th match, so nice. <laughs> so, cha- it was a nice match, too. Um, chased him up the bleachers. Fucking chased him back down. He's going to dive in the ring. I grab his ass and bite it. He gets in the ring. He's... <laughs> And I'm also, like, out of breath, so I fucking grab his head, boom, off the turnbuckle. I, and he's think, he's ready, if he's fucking ready to go for the second one, and I'm holding him there. And I'm like, I point to the fucking turnbuckle, waiting for the crowd to respond. And he said, at that, that moment, I was like, oh, thank God, because <laughs> he knew what I was going to do it each time. <laughs> he's like, oh, thank you, I can catch my breath. <laughs> so fucking... Had a fun match. Eric Eric said that was the first time he's ever gone over clean as a heel. <laughs> so uh, I think it was it's his only time too. So far, so he got the got the win. Um, I made my debut for All Heels Wrestling, AHW, teaming with Hot Rod, Daddy Andy, to take on NLS, Kota Holiday, and uh, Jax Johnson. It was kind of like when I was saying earlier how Charlie Hustle wanted to wrestle. As opposed to keep the boom, 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 boom action going in the opening tag match spots. Where, you know, Andy just wanted, or um, Coda just wanted to wrestle Andy. Or I was like, all right, well, you're forgetting you have a tag partner. You have a tag partner right there, and Andy's got a tag partner right here. <clears throat> all I threw was clotheslines. And midway through, when I was throwing the, the fucking third or fourth close, I'm like, God damn, I know other moves. What am I doing? So, it was the talk of of camp when it was posted. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't our best. We were happy with it at the time, but watching it back, I was like, yikes. We also got in trouble because Coda was flipping everybody off on a Sunday show in the afternoon full of crowds, crowds full of kids. Ring ring announcer Rick Lowe's yelling at us, which, Coda says he got the okay from the promoters to do it, but I think, um, I think, I, I think Coda kind of went overboard with it because it went back to Boz because, of course, Boz helped train Coda and that's going back on Boz now and Boz's like, what the fuck, what the fuck, your girl's over here <laughs> flipping all the kids. Coda's the first ever woman I've ever wrestled, too. So, uh, that's a footnote for Coda. Um, can't talk about that match. Hasn't aired yet. Um, yes. Uh, back to Rockford for Cinco de Mayo. Uh, even though it was not May the 5th, it was May 14th. <laughs> it was me and, uh, Axel Braille taking on CNC Destruction. Cody, Cody James, Chris Miller. It was a fun tag match. Um, BC Bruiser watched it, gave us a lot of notes, a lot of intel, a lot of stuff to work on with the little things, and I was just blown away. And at the time, I was wearing a singlet. I was shirtless in PPW, but I was like, I'm gonna fucking start wearing a singlet because I think I was, I was self-conscious, but I was tell I was convincing myself I wasn't self-conscious about it. But then when he said you need to lose a singlet, he didn't wear a singlet. Like, yeah, I was wearing a singlet and a shirt. When I was a face, I wore a singlet and a shirt. When I was a heel, I just wore a singlet. So, ditched the shirt, ditched the singlet. Took Briar Sue Bruiser's advice, and uh, was very thankful for it because now I'm more comfortable with my own skin, my own body. Um, there's pictures still where I go, ooh, I gotta work on that. <laughs> like, ooh, gotta up, up the crunches a little more. <laughs> or uh, let's get the let's get rid of those titties, you know? <laughs> Sorry to, let's work on them titties in the gym. <laughs> You know? Um, back to the Battle Royals for CSW. I believe I won that one. I don't remember. I know I won one. And it was fucking awesome. Uh, I got a Northland. Bring your own snacks! The rematch and the blow off between me and Adam Stallion. First match was so fun. It was, uh, it was actually one of my best ones. So then we have this crazy rematch. Uh, there's one thing that both him and I agree on that could have been done different that would have made the match even better. But like, other than that, it was the craziest gimmick match. I think it was my first ever gimmick match and I was just enjoying it. Um, Trash the ring. We we're the main event. And uh, when Boz was talking to Cody James, who was supposed to be in the main event with Anestra, uh but I was like, why aren't you the main event? And because like, he's going to get. They're going to. Anakin and fucking Moondog are going to get shit everywhere. They have a bunch of food and drinks and shit. I brought a shit ton of beer. He brought a shit ton of fucking, like, weird, like, Asian market snacks. Because, like, he, he these turtle chips. That's what he comes out with. I ask. And I never see those in stores. I ask him, where do you get those? He goes, you got to hit up, like, Asian markets. Because uh, they have these. I'm like, okay. So, fucking. Twizzlers. He whipped me with a Twizzler. It fucking sucked. I'm like, oh, that hurts. So afterward, he's like patting me on the back. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he goes, oh, you okay? He Goes, uh, you you, you pat me where the Twizzler, you hit me with a Twizzler. He goes, that actually hurt. Like, yes, it's a whip. You whipped me with a Twizzler. <laughs> it's it's fucking sucked. <laughs> so, um, that was the most insane fucking match. I've ever been a part of. I uh, made my return to the Indiana area, if you say Richmond Park, Illinois, part of the Indiana, because the promotion was called Illiana. It was ran by Ryan the Ref from Crash Chester Wrestling, and he put me in a junior heavyweight championship match at 250 pounds, Bill Daz. And even when I came out there, I'm hearing someone in the crowd go, that guy's a junior? (laughs) A junior heavyweight? Like, yeah. I was nervous that day for some reason. Um, Aaron Stone was looking at me like I was a dumbass. It was me, Aaron Stone, and uh, Escorpion Dorado. And I'm just like, I don't got it, I don't got it, man. I don't have it. Everybody was late. We were the first fucking match. I had nothing. I was the only guy there. So, I'm like, I don't have it. I don't have anything. And I was fucking losing my mind, like, nervous. I think the ring was getting all fucked up, too, because, like, we didn't set up right. It wasn't even. I think it was, like, at a slant. So, the boards kept popping up. So, I'm like, we're going to die. <laughs> we're going to die. <laughs> so, fucking, what could go wrong went wrong. But the match was fine. The three-way is actually pretty solid. Um, solid three-way. Um, I believe Scorpion won. Aaron Stone was the champ. <laughs> I was just laughing like I'm in a fucking junior boat and then I was in a, a Royal Rumble. It was a memorial for Jake Adams, who tragically passed away, and I met him two weeks before that at Crash Chessage, my last Crash Chessage show. So, we go to... Uh, we go to this match, and I ended up eliminating six people. I, I was supposed to eliminate like two or three, and then another guy... I think... I, I think it just so happened where, like, guys needed to get out. And he goes, hey, throw me out. I'm like, okay. And then at the, and then by the time, I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. <laughs> uh, I'm ready to get thrown out because we're about to reach the final four. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, a huge opportunity that um, I had to learn a very valuable lesson. And, it, and I made a huge mistake. Big mistake. Uh, it was a uh, UWE beat the Heat. I made my debut in Michigan. Um, I was a heel. And uh, I started a program with Trog. And the promoter, Eric Freedom, gave me this whole, whole idea. He goes, you're going to have this program with Trog. And uh, we'll be... Telling you next show That next show Was the same day as JWA and Rather than tell Eric I cancelled JWA For UWE And Um Jay Cross Was He gave me He told me How he felt And he told me Um I understand but you gotta look at it from our point of view. And I said I understand. I apologize, and I apologize. And that day on, I, that day I knew. And I was like, I'm never doing that fucking again. Never will I cancel, unless it's for fucking WWE, AEW, or like a big fucking TV group. Never. And I was very lucky to um... be welcome to JWA. After that, I hit him up and. um... August, after the show, I said, uh, Mr. Cross, uh, may I please help out, pay dues, earn my way back on the show? Um, and he said, sure, came up, so I came up and I, uh, helped out, I was honestly expecting to not be on that show for the year, I thought all I was going to do was set up the ring, Run people's merch. Tear down the ring. Do it again each month. And I was fine with that. I was absolutely fine with that. Because I was there to prove I am loyal. I made a mistake. And even uh, when I told Trog about it, he goes, dude, don't fucking do that. Don't do that. I'm like, yeah, I know. uh, I'll never do it again. And I'm ashamed. And, uh... I'm very thankful to Janesville Wrestling Alliance. I'm very thankful to you, J. Cross, and you, Andy Church, for um, giving me a second chance. And I am so sorry that I did that to you. I'm so sorry. And uh, I proved that when um, Eric asked me to do a show in November. I was booked in the Wisconsin Dells for that day. So I told him, I can do October, I can do December, I cannot do November. I'm gonna be booked in the I'm already booked at the Dells, which <laughs> he respected, thank God. and he's like, all right, we'll do the uh, blow off in October, maybe come back to it in December you know I'm like, fine with me but I was uh, I made a mistake. And wrestlers listening, watching, don't do that. Unless you got an opportunity to be an extra, to do a, jo- to do, um, a squash match, to uh, try out all this stuff. Or, you know, memorial shows are different. That's a fucking memorial show, of course. If the promoter doesn't let you do that, they're an ass. Um, obviously, there's those are the exceptions. But don't ever do that, unless you're looking for an out. You know, like I did with Crash Tested. I gave them plenty of notice. I said, "Listen," um, and they had a whole year mapped out—not for me, but like they had a whole year schedule. So I was like, "And I've already been there for a couple months." So I was giving them like, "Hey, I'm going to be wrapping up. I want—I want to wrap up soon." So that was an—that was the pro thing to do. This wasn't. This was very unpro. And it's... Honestly... A good reason to blackball me. And to tell all the promoters about me. This guy fucked me. So I appreciate that they didn't do that. And I appreciate that they gave me the second chance. And... I promise you... And any promotion that books me... I'm going to do my damnedest. I will do my best... And even if my best wasn't enough, you will see the efforts. <laughs> you will see the sad, sad effort that is Craig Jones as a pro wrestler. <laughs> uh, but that's where I started with uh, Trog, the program. And I seen Trog as a fan. Um, he came, uh, There was a promotion called Project Forest City Wrestling here in Rockford. And I would go to their shows, and I got to see Trog. And um, I remember Trog, I remember Hello Boo, I remember Trog, I remember dude with a uh, Darth Maul mask, Darth Maul-inspired mask. And I remember um, J-Cross and such. So it was just, and I told him that, I'm like, this is kind of blow-away, this is really cool for me. He just kind of took it back and appreciative. And Trog's one of the nicest guys. I appreciate him a lot. And I remember, too, because May 29th for Ileana was my last match. And then I had like two and a half, three weeks off. I was losing my mind. Because June's a. Not many people run in June because of. Um, like, you know, like, graduations and such. Um, it's a shame. I thought about hitting a POW. By that time, I wasn't a POW regular anymore. So I didn't want to just do that show and then just fuck off. On and such until I knew I was able to do it. So thankfully, when I was able to do those T-Wood shows again, that's why I'm like, at least I got this. At least I got Rockford, because Jimmy books Rockford. He said, I got Rockford and I'm like at least I got fucking nah I was like okay I got the T-Wood shows that's hell yeah nah and such so Michigan was originally going to be the biggest trip I've made until Joey Mayberry walks up to me and goes me and Mateo are booked in San Antonio Texas we have a spot in our car would you like to ride with us Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely, um, absolutely. So we rode to San Antonio, saw the wildest shit. We drove it's twenty four hour drive to twenty four hour drive from. <laughs> it was one of the most fun rides. And of course, one of those, by the end of that ride, you're itching to get out of that car and you're itching to get in the hotel room. You're itching to get home. You're like, I'm done. <laughs> I love these two to death, but I'm sick of looking at you. Get me out of this car. You know, uh, All of us were feeling that way towards each other. It was no, it was mutually, it was mutually agreed. I'm sick of your face. <laughs> we, I love you. Mwah. Now get away from me. <laughs> Let me go to sleep. Oh, my God. I wrestled a man by the name of Byron Anthos, who Byron, actually, that was his last match. He hit me up a few months after the fact, said, thank you, that was my last match. I'm like, I appreciate it. It was, um, I won't say the name of the promotion only because the person that ran it got outed as a sex offender. And um, it's a shame, but... That would really tarnish a lot of people's experience, I feel like. It kind of soured it a little, but at the end of the day, I wrestled in Texas. I wrestled for in front of people that were into me. Um, they didn't know who I was, and I got to get them. I still got them to go, who, who, who. And I got to put over one of their guys, which was sweet, you know. It was nice to wrestle somebody that isn't from the Chicago area, you know, uh, isn't from the Midwest. So, like, you get to really get a sense of what the other training's like in other states. And I'm uh, thankful for it to you, Byron, for uh, uh, working me. <laughs> appreciate you a lot. And I appreciate Mateo and Joey as well for including me on that show. Back home, uh, Northland, I wrestled Gonzo. Or excuse me, me and Gonzo wrestled Alpha Zeta Zeta. And Alpha Zeta Zeta's matches before that one sucked. (laughs) I'm sorry, they did. And they tell you they sucked. So when I got the announcement, I I got told I was working them, I hit up Gonzo and I said, their matches... Before this match, their matches have been terrible in Northland. At Northland, they've been doing good at other places, but Northland is like their matches been terrible. It's not them either. It's fucking. <laughs> they're doing their best. They're getting heat, but the crowd is just. The crowd doesn't like the babies. Like the crowd just not into the babies. So if they were just into the babies, it'd be fine, <laughs> you know. But the crowd's not into the babies, so they get they. But all they get's the boos. So if he had a crowd that was into the babies. They get boot harder for winning, you know, or or doing their shit. So I texted Gons, I'm like, "This is gonna be their best fucking match. I'm doing it. I'm gonna have the, They're gonna have their best Northland match." And happy to say afterward, it was a lot of fun. Had a real hard critic even be like, "That was fun. That was good." And um, even uh, Charlie for the next videos, you know, I have my best match with Moon <laughs> I'm going to the class, you know, I had the best match in Northland this week. <laughs> I'm like, alright, thanks, Charlie, thanks. <laughs> you don't have to fucking brag about it. <laughs> uh, I was glad to do it, and I was excited for the rematch next month. Um, but, because uh, I'd have a battle royal between there, and then I'd go to uh, Powell, Damage Damage, Inc. I wrestled Scott Spade. Who uh, Scott Spade was, is one of the old schoolest guys you could wrestle. Doesn't call a fucking thing. Just what's the finish? What what body part we working? And I had all the wrestling lesson. It was nice and um, it's funny because we told me that and we're not calling anything. He's like, "Yes, sir." I think it kind of took him back. He's like, "Oh, okay, all right, cool." And then I said, uh, "Yeah," and um, finishes the ace, the cutter. He goes now. I want to do the text pile driver. Like, okay, oh, yeah. he goes okay, cool. You know, I get up for it. I'm like, yes, sir. Because uh, Matt Vine gave me one. at a practice match and it went perfect. So I was like, okay, just kind of toes in the air. He got me up. My feet go through the roof because the roof is this low. So, because it's T-woods, my feet go through. I was like, whoops. The only regret is I didn't sell it like death. I rolled out and I started walking. Well, I slow... Well, Brian, the ref, was slowly rolling me out. And then I got on my feet, but I was still hunched over. Spade, immediately ran. Boom! All right, he's dead again. And he walked away. (laughs) That's how smart Scott is. At damage, I wrestled Kazile. And, like, I've been dying to wrestle Kazile. Because when I met Kazile, he was the coolest guy. I never leave Powell. If he's in a locker room, I will never not leave with a smile. I could be pissed off and want to be pissed off, and Kyle would come up to me and do the fucking Midnight Express uh, music with his fucking doing the mouth kazoo, like he just he could do a kazoo noise, and I'd be like, "Fuck you, Kyle! I want to be angry. <laughs> get away from me." But it wouldn't be possible because he would just get louder right here. If if I ever did that, obviously that didn't happen. I'm just saying that's just what I'm saying. Like like if I wanted to be angry, Kyle, would be like, "No, fuck you, asshole! You're gonna be, you're gonna, I'm gonna make you laugh and <laughs> be a dick." <laughs> And Kyle in the war in the ring is like one of the fucking legit guys where it's like Jesus he could fucking tear you up, like he's got that gimmick is awesome. Um, and I'd always when I was in PPW I'd get pow flyers on Facebook, and all, he was always on him Kazil and I always laughed because I knew that I, that man that man Kyle and Carney. So I'm like, who is this man? I'm so interested. And finally I met him and he's. He was everything I could dream of, you know. Got cats joining us. Jesus. Um, They had the first ever Battle Royal that night, too. Because James Storm and Tom Latimer were running late. So we had to fucking kill time. And they're like, we're on our way, we're on our way, we're on our way. And it's like, how far are you? (laughs) So we had matches go longer. We had that impromptu Battle Royal. It was like we were trying everything in our goddamn power. To get this thing to work. Um, then uh, they made it. Thank God. they had. We had a main event. Back to Northland. It was me and Jay Thunder versus AZZ. Um, This match wasn't as good as the last one. In my mind. At the time I felt it was fine. Watching it back. There's a lot of things I would have done differently. Like um, we did a chair angle. Which... Um, the idea came in my head. We have this chair spot, right? We should practice this. Called them over. Sure enough. First swing, he pusses. I won't say which one. He pusses. And I'm like, if this was on the show, we'd be fucked. <laughs> like, so, Dave the Awesome Ref has the chair. He's, and he's fucking swinging. He's showing him how to swing. And I would sell it, so I had, but it would freak him out. So I had to stop selling, and just take this on the knee. But the problem is he's ta- he's tapping my kneecap, so it's like cholting and such. i like I'm tied up to the post, which, <laughs> and then Nestor saw that he's like fuck that, <laughs> you know. I sent that match to a current wrestler and a vet. I don't know if the vet wants me saying their name, but the um, vet noted things. He goes, well, all you really do was sell. Your selling's awesome. But I would uh, I would, put more offense in there. I'm like, okay. Sent it to Anestra. <laughs> Said the same thing, but more colorful language. <laughs> so I could count on an Anestra with, to be brutally honest, and a lot of wrestlers I could count on to be honest. And I appreciate that because, like, I don't want people bullshitting me and be like, oh, it's great. It's all great. No, you're perfect. Because like, oh, fuck that. That's not true. Because, <laughs> like, I'll look at shit like, I noticed that. I noticed that. I noticed that. And then some of the vets I trust don't even notice that. I'm like, I'm like, which, nothing against them. They didn't notice. But, like, I noticed. I'm like, okay, it's a good thing I'm noticing that because, like, I can fix that because they didn't even know that's what I'm fucking up. And I can fix that before they even know I was fucking that up, you know. <laughs> That's a deal, and I'm happy for that. But, um, yeah, I think actually yes, this is the debut, or was it in that battle royal at CSW? I think it was in the battle royal for CSW. But this was definitely the first time I changed my name to the DFB, the Dogface Bastard Greg Murray. Because there's a lot of Moondogs on the Indies. Um, there's a promotion I hit up. Trying to get work. You know, just to help out and such. And they said, yeah, come on up. Come on up and help out. Texts me later. About that. Never mind. We're good. I'm like, Okay. Like who who ne- who doesn't have enough fucking ring guys? <laughs> and he even asked us, "Do you, are you?" He even asked, "Like are you looking to be paid?" I'm like, "No, I'm just looking to get on the card and get then I'll get then I'll worry about getting paid that day." You know when I get on the card. He's like, "Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, come on up." But something spooked him. I'm like, then I found out they had a moon dog. And then uh, a lot of those wrestlers started showing up to CSW, and I would talk to them and like i tell them that story, and they'd be like, yep, that's, and I wouldn't even say what I thought it was, they would outright say, we have a moondog, that's why, I'm like, that just reassures it, you know? So, I had, I had the thought, I'm gonna change it, cause like, you know, a lot of people kind of criticize me as a moondog, um, not criticize, criticize, but. Critiqued where they're like, "Listen, you're a moon dog. Don't talk. Do this. Do this. Do this." I'm like, "Okay, I'll do that. I'll do that." But it's like, "Come on, guys. It's 2022." The big issue was me talking. I talk. That's a huge issue. So that's why I'm glad Jimmy Blaze is like handing hey, promos, 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 promos. Even though I'm a moon dog, because like I, I, I I'm. I want to talk. I want to cut promos. I want to shit talk, especially if I'm a heel, you know? And, um, we did that. So, uh, I did that. Um, so I had the idea, I was like, the dog face bastard. Cause I, in my opinion, wrestling's moving this way. Where it's a little more mature, not outright like, fucking boobs, and, or like, not attitude era levels of like, I, I could, there's a, there's a word I'm thinking of. But like, being far, fairly mature, you know. Like, kids can handle the word shit if people say it on TV. Um, that's our deal. So, but, I had to keep in mind, there's going to be promotions I will have, like, so, the DFB. And that's why, anytime I introduce myself to a promoter on Facebook or something, I, I put that in my message, I say... I wrestle under the name the Dog Face Bastard Greg Murray or the DFB Greg Murray if you are family friendly, so I instantly get that out of the way, so they know. Okay, um, had a uh, so Texas was my first outdoor show, had my second outdoor show for a POW at Lake Moore Fest in Lake Illinois. It was me and Trog taking on uh, Spade and Tiny again. Nothing was called, just to finish. And I remember um, learning more lessons. I have a Spade in a wrist lock. I let go of him for some reason. He darts that way. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I let him go. <laughs> Take out to draw. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> we laughed about it later, of course. Um, the cutoff, Tiny puts up his knee and I fucking run into his knee. From my vantage, I look over. He's on the ground. He's standing. He's like st- standing on the ground, like trying to get back up. I'm like, oh. so what I thought. I happened was he put his knee up, and I thought I shot him off the apron. And he, like he and fucking like he was like, here. I thought he was like boom. He landed wrong. And he landed like fucked. Um, but no. Um, watching it back. He took it, he sat on his ass, he got back up, and then, like, he turned around, he tried to get back up. But from what I, my advantage, I thought he fucking got blown off. I thought I, like, ran into his knee too hard or some shit. and um, no, it was another lesson. More battle royals for CSW. Um, Russell Tommy Macab at uh, T-Woods for Powell, 87th match. And uh Tommy is so fucking... Tommy's cool. Tommy's hilarious, so I was so happy to work with him and um, and such. Uh, We got a dog toy over. It's funniest things. The pictures are great. You know, I shoved a fucking dog toy up his ass. (laughs) The whole crowd went ah! Started laughing. Uh, It was awesome. So happy to put him over. And then we had a rematch, and um, the rematch was fun as well. I had a the only thing was I had to slow it down a little bit um which that was a lesson cause I was like the second match this rematch we had to stop when something was going wrong well, I had to slow down like slow down slow him down you know that's that's caring people you know um I have the match with Trog and in, in Cadillac Michigan and uh Got he I was like this is great like this is when my confidence was starting to build as me as a heel and then we got the unfortunate news that it was not filmed <laughs> like fuck it was filmed or they thought they filmed it but uh, I guess um, oh, there's just a big snafu and it wasn't filmed and the guy felt so bad and it'll be both me and Charlie were like dude it's okay it happens you know shit happens they know what happened. We know what happened. You know. Um, I did fuck with him though. I was, like, <laughs> I fucked him one Saturday. He was like, hey, I, need, I got a big favor for you, Kyle. Um, his name's Kyle too. I I got a big favor for you, Kyle. He's like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, I'm gonna need you to hit the record button. When I go out, <laughs> and it took it like, oh, I'm like, yeah, I just fuck with you, man. Don't worry about it. I goes, no, okay, no, I okay. get He was laughing too. He knew I was fucking with him. <laughs> How did the match goes, Just so you know, I remembered to hit the record <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hello, Kyle. Fucking cool guy. Um, da-da-da. I returned to Ileana. Another junior heavyweight three way me escorpion dorada and nick diamond who i wanted to work nick because nick was uh nick i think is out of indiana one of the best um i think like and he's got some uh big opportunities coming up for him so i hope that that goes well because like character wise he's really good i think he's really good character wise um so it was cool to finally wrestle him um i think the three was fine i think it was fine um there's little nitpicks here and there from. It's just, of course, when you look back at your matches, like mm, I want to fix that, I want to fix that, I want to fix that. I do. And then probably the biggest match of my life happens to begin September. My 92nd match. My um. For my 92nd is in 92, by the way. Game Changer Wrestling, Effie's Big Gay Brunch. And, again, Joey and Mateo, we're booked on brunch. You want to ride with us and help out? Absolutely. So, go to Hoffman Estates. We're early. I brought my gear. Never know. But in my head, I was like, no way. No fucking way. Get there, I'm saying hi to everybody. I'm being genuine because I am genuine. I'm a genuine person. I try to be anyway. So I'm like shaking people's hands, like, oh my god, it's so nice to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you. Because Paro was there, Kid Bandit was there. I met Bandit at NLS, so it was nice to catch up with them um, and such. Uh, so fucking, I try to get pictures. I met Dark Sheik, who was sweet. Um, I got to shake hands with Maxine Paylor, who was cool as fuck. Um, finally, I see, so I see Brett Lauderdale. I'm like, hello, Mr. Lauderdale. My name's Greg. I rode with Joey Mateo. I'm here to help with whatever you need. I think he's probably had that. He had that told him probably a good couple times that whole weekend. He goes, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and go help with the chairs. I'm like, all right, sounds good. Yes, sir. Run and get the chairs. Effie finally shows up. I run up to Effie. I said, "Mr. I did not say Mr. Effie. That's a lie. I said, hello, sir. I did say, Sir. Hello, sir. My name is Greg. I rode with Mateo and Joey. Um, I'm here to help with whatever you need. And he goes, do you got your gear? I'm like, in my head, I'm like... And I'm like, yes, sir. He goes, good. I got some for you. I'm like... Holy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Holy fuck. (laughs) So... At fucking 12.30pm... We're... (laughs) They... I'm wrestling on a pay-per-view. In a fucking scramble. I had gotten news from CSW that I was going to be in a scramble match for my debut on the main card. So, this was perfect. I'm like, I'm going to be in a scramble. I'll know how to fucking work them now. And uh, Mike Bailey helped us put it together. Uh, very nice, sweet guy. Uh, I tweeted him once saying, oh, "What? how do I... How do I not get, to, you know, like, when I, with the self-doubt, I could not find the fucking tweet. It drove me insane, and he wanted to see it, because I told him about it. He goes, oh, my God, dude, that's, I I, 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 like, he seems like such a nice fucking guy, you know? So I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, I couldn't find that tweet. He goes, no problem, man, it's okay. Send it to me if you find it. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, So I wrestled uh, Chase Burnett, uh, Dashade, De- Jayla, Jay from Australia, uh, Aaron Rourke, Armani Chaos, and we had a fun six way. Um, I texted Bob, I texted Hades, I texted Axel Rico, said I'm on brunch. Thank you guys for everything you've done for me and such, and uh, just thanking them because like if it wasn't for their training, wasn't for them being honest, helping me, there's no fucking way. Um. So funny thing, Axel was at the show. Axel couldn't get a reception in that building. So he didn't know. So my music hits. And Axel recognizes me and goes, Who's got Moondog's Dog's music? As soon as he come out he goes, Oh my god <laughs> He popped the video of Shelly on my Instagram, eighteen thousand views, like fuck. Like but Shelly bought like Shelly had no idea. Only Sky Blue knew. Sky told Shelly. Sky recognized my music. Shelly, stand on the chair. Why? Just look. Hops on the chair, has her phone. She's taking pictures of everybody. When I blast through the curtain. <laughs> it was a genuine. I-, I still get chills thinking about it. I had a. I was on a high for a whole week. I and then after I get back my phone won't stop blowing up. I'm like, "What is going on?" And I'm seeing all these people follow me on Twitter and Instagram and liking my Facebook page. I'm like, "What is happening?" <laughs> I'm like, "My Twitter's blowing up. This I've never this has never happened before." And everybody's laughing and going, "Hell yeah, man. That's awesome." I'm like, "What do I do? <laughs> Who are all you people?" <laughs> oh my god. So my um, next match was at CSW and it was changed from a scramble to a six man tag. So it was me, Cody James, and Cypher taking on Eric Schultz, Mario Pardua, and Joey Mateberry. And it was going fine. Me and Eric were going to the cutoff, and we got I I haven't seen the match back yet as of this recording, but like, we we got turned around somehow, or I got turned around, and it just got all kind of fucked up. I think the crowd, even the crowd was going, what the hell's going on? You know? The crowd was on fire. It was like, Jesus. It's like, yeah, I was nervous for brunch, but I was more nervous for this because I worked so hard to get on this fucking show. And for that big fuck-up, I was like, I'm laying on the mat. I'm like, I'm laying on the mat for the double down. I'm like, it's over. <laughs> it's all, it's all over. <laughs> no, it wasn't over. It was. I had another match. It was my hundredth match, which we're almost there. I made my return to Lucha Libre Total. Uh Llt came back after a brief hiatus. And Pancho Garcia, my first ever wrestling match. Or what I say is my first ever wrestling match. Pancho has finally left PPW. Dislocates his thumb. Uh, saw that as an out. Joined up with us. And um, got him that booking for LT. And we get in trouble. Pancho flips off the crowd. We're told... So, we have a lot of freedom at LLT. Um, and that's what we're told. Poncho's Pancho like, you think I can flip off the crowd? And I'm like, I I don't know. Like, And then Pancho did it. And I'm like, Pancho did it. And when we watched it back, they censored it. Then word got back that... Uh, we weren't on the poster. So I'm like, oh no. Because I grabbed his dick. <laughs> that was the thing. I grabbed his dick and I started punching him. <laughs> it was stupid. But we're like, whatever. let's no, have fun, right? So I'm like, okay, what did we hear? Uh, the guy who was doing, uh, he's kind of a liaison for uh, Yakuza. He's like, well, he's upset at you guys. He's he's actually angry at you guys. Like, well, what happened? And then he goes, "Pacho flipping off the crowd." I'm like, oh no! I'm like, so, grab my phone. I sent a genuine apology to Yakuza. I said, "I know you're angry. I'm so sorry. We should not have done that." That is my bad. And even if he left me unread or didn't get back to me, I would have been fine because I apologized. I did what I could. And if I didn't get back on the show, you know, that's my bad, you know. It it wouldn't be unreasonable if he didn't book me again. But as of right now, I'm booked for LLT in uh, November. So, I'm back, baby. (laughs) Uh, unfortunately, uh, Pancho was not included. So, hopefully Pancho could come back. Um, I do feel bad. You know. So, pow, uh, was my rematch with Tommy that I talked about earlier. And my, probably one of the worst matches, <laughs> probably one of the worst matches I've ever been in. Uh, God, this is going to hurt feelings. It was me, Nikki Nix, who uh, I guess wrestled as Miranda Wrights. She was, she's, Nikki, Nikki's trying to get back into wrestling. And Turtle, uh, the referee, who wrestles as well for some promotions. Versus the Workhorses. Of course, the Workhorses have been taken Indiana by storm with their group. So it was an idea. I pitched to uh, uh, the promoter. I said, um, "Rion, I was like, hey, you an idea. I wouldn't because I knew I wasn't gonna be there too long. This was this ended up being my last match for um, Ileana. So I wanted to. I wanted. It's like let me see if I can pick my opponents. Like let me see if I can do something. And I got the match. Um." It just—it was all kinds of chaos. It was all kinds of fucked up, and I'm on the apron going, "Well, this is bad," but I'm for some reason having fun? Question mark. <laughs> you know, it was rough, but we got through it. Called it a night. I th- you know, we were the main. We were main event. So go to uh, Northland and make up for it with probably one of the best matches I've had in a while. If not one of the most fun. It was uh, me versus Joey Mayberry. And it was first October 1st, which I think the crowd was like, oh shit, that's right, it's October 1st. Because by the time everybody else came out in costumes, the crowd were kind of into it. I came out as a stormtrooper. Joey came out as um, one of the witches from Hocus Pocus. He did that last year in the battle role for CSW. And he did it, magic. He fucking eliminated, um, Dakota Holiday. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, this one, he fucking made me dance, made the ref dance. We were all just having fun. Then finally, once he got to the wrestling, I think the crowd was kind of like, mmm, like when we were fucking around. But once we got to the wrestling part, we got him. And we got him for the finish, and it was so fun. I was, I was so nervous. I was like, God, I hope this is good. It was good. It was great. So much fun. And I was on a, I was on a roll. Because um, 99, Janesville. I debuted for JWA. I helped out last month. I uh, ran Anakin's merch table. Helped out Tear Down the Ring, up the Ring. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, I wrestled Eric Schultz. My 69th match and my 99th match. And we had so much fun. Uh, I came out, I challenged Andy, and um, the crowd was kind of like, huh? I don't like, but I was like, I was telling, like, I was given the lineage of Andy, because he's another guy. When I was at PPW, everybody talked about was Andy, wrestling Andy. So f- I called him out as a face, I was respectful, I put him over, and then the crowd got so into it, by the time Andy gets to the ring, we're waiting for Eric's music to kick in. Music's not on, or the music's not on, but the guy can't get it to work. So we're waiting. We're just now we're circling. We're like, we're like taking turns, hyping up the crowd. Now we're circling, and we're both looking at each other. Like, we're gonna have to fucking lock up, aren't we? Aren't we? And thankfully, Eric behind the curtain knew this is going way too long. Then they haven't even played the music. So he and then he sees Andy motion this do the Iggy, and Eric. Whoa, 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 whoa! At the top of his lungs, because he's so used to working shows where the mic's all goofy, so he's like yelling at the top of his lungs. Gets it, <laughs> gets in the ring, gets the mic halfway through, sets up our match, and we had so much fun. Um, it was great. Uh, I, I, me and Eric got chemistry. It's nice to have chemistry with these guys you work out with. Then finally. My 100th match for CSW. The training academy that helped me. That helped mold me into what I am today. Helped me become the wrestler I am today. Helped me just build confidence. Because there's those days, there's been those classes where I'm like, I fucking suck. Or like, god damn it, I should know this by now. Or like, ah, you know, just... All the frustration, all the bullshit, all the hard work. <laughs> and I had the fucking match on the main card. I'm like, alright, let's see what happens. And then get told, you're either in this six-man tag or you're in this scramble. I haven't figured it out yet. And he goes, alright, you're in the scramble. I'm like, Russell Sierra, Marco Anthony, Mario Pardua, Joey Mayberry, and uh, uh, Trent Hammer, who is a Student uh, Eugene. Eugene was there that night, and I got to save him from Chris Miller, that bastard. <laughs> so, uh, no, it was fast paced It was fun. Um, we were supposed to go eight minutes. We went five and a half. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> and I apologized for that. I was like, "Hey, uh, what can I do uh, to like? What can I? Ch-? I know there's six of us, so it's like for all of us to collaborate and agree. It's difficult." But like, I just want to, I asked, I was like, is there something I can pitch or like, what should I do to be like, ah, what if we had this or, you know, just be assertive in that kind of situation, in that kind of group setting. But, uh, that's all she wrote. hundred matches. I had my 101 ma- first match day after in, um, Michigan. I had my, uh blow off with Trog, or at least that's what it looks like at the moment. I'm not sure. I'm not not 100%. We'll find out when I go back in December. But a lot of kayfabe has been broken on this podcast and uh, I apologize to any of the vets who um, may take offense, may uh, find this a little too revealing. But I felt that celebrating 100 matches is a big deal, especially when you're Two years in. Because PPW ran weekly. Um, So yeah, it ran weekly, but they wouldn't let you branch out and wrestle other people and wrestle other promotions. So obviously, we couldn't stay there forever. For a litany of reasons. That is a huge one. So that's what gave me that jump start for those first 40 matches or so. And... Two years in January... 100 matches already. It's wild. Uh, Crazy. (laughs) Absolutely excited to see what the next 100 matches are going to look like. See where they're going to take me. And such. Where I'm going to be by that point. Um, Because, you know, I haven't... The only injuries I've had was, you know, like I said, that back injury. And then it led to me rolling my ankle and I had to miss a week of ppw but then um you know i came right back um i did everything i could so thankfully i haven't been plagued with uh major injuries there was a show i missed there was one um during practice guy was giving me a roll-up his legs were underneath me for some odd reason as opposed to and i just cracked and crunched over his legs and it was fucking terrible trying to cancel on a Show that I can't talk about, because it hasn't aired yet. <laughs> so, it's fun. All the fun. But, thank you so much to um, Steve Boz, to Jason Hades, to Axel Rico, to Chicago Saw Wrestling Academy, to Northland, Nathan People, to uh, Crash Tested Jed, to... Um, Eric Freedom in Michigan, to Jimmy Blaze and Pow in Rockford, to Steve Eisman, to all the wrestlers, AZZ, Shelly the Bombshell, um, Eric, uh, Axel Braille, Axel Rico, I said earlier, Vic um, Capri, who's been really giving me notes and on a lot of shit, um, Cypher, Joey Mayberry, Mateo Valentine, Eric Schultz, um, Daddy Andy, fucking, uh, 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 Sanji, Nick Diamond, you know, like, fuck. Like, a lot of those guys. Thank you. Uh, and I apologize if I forgot anybody, you can give me shit. (laughs) You can message me. Gonzo, Innestra, Poncho, Eddie the Bruiser Cruz, fucking Not Bad Chad, Connor the Core, um, Fucking Effie, um, fucking DeShade, and, uh, Jayla Jade, and all the people in that scramble. Sierra, and the, scram- and the CSW scramble. Fucking. God. I am just blown away that Trog. <laughs> I keep fucking saying names. Trog, oh my God. Thank you. Guys, gals, non binary pals. Thank you so fucking much. For a hundred matches, fans, you especially for supporting me and reacting to me and loving me. I this is a dream come true. And if it ended tomorrow, I can rightfully say I lived my dream of being a wrestler. You know? If I get signed one day, I would be Ecstatic, but we won't know until it happens. So, I want to thank everybody who listened. I want to thank you guys for um, listening all the way through. You can follow me on Twitter at DFB Greg Murray, uh, Instagram DFB Greg Murray, Facebook as well. Like me, <laughs> you can check out my streams, Shell Shock Network. Uh, on Twitch and YouTube, VOD for all the old shit from Twitch. Thank you guys. Thank all of you. Thank you for everything. Now, let's have a hundred more.